stories that we carry with us that hold us back. And so mm. I walk them through a very specific, it's a 27 step process to be super specific, to walk them through that process, to let go of that stuff and then create from a place of freedom and then intentionally move forward and do the things that they want to do from a place of, of freedom and clarity instead of a place of like, I want to do this, but I'm distracted. I want to do this, but I don't feel like I'm worthy to do it. Or I want to do this, but you know, I'm a failure. I doubt myself. All those things, they go away. Yeah through the process. I help, I help them go through that. And nice. uh, I guarantee that happens in eight hours or less. So it's a, it's a fun and intense process. That's for sure. Nice. Did I miss Did I understand that correctly? 27 process, 27 steps within eight hours or less. The first, the first, uh, how many says the first steps? Um, 21 happen 20. Somewhere in that range. I can't remember what's yeah, yeah. right somewhere there, in that though. range or within the first eight hours. And then the creation steps of creating this new future for the person is, is the remainder of the coaching program. That's awesome. So that would be people who are in the want. Uh, I want to do this, but they have that contingency. And I, I imagine then that also helps the individuals who are at a higher level of stress where it's, I need, or I should do this too. And, and cause that's a, I would say that's more of an extreme if those are the your words and you're listening in. I need to, to do this. I should do this. Um, something else is controlling you and, and your ability to choose when yep. those are your word choices. Um, yep. And so then you got this eight hour breakthrough in these 20, 20 steps. Man, I can't wait to dive into that. Uh, Kyle, what what you're the you're one of the first pre-shows. I think I think one or two other people have done this with me, but you were the first one who at the end of our pre-show, he said, you said, brother, can I pray with you? Um, and, and you blessed our relationship. And I just uh, making space for that told me a lot about your leadership and who you are. Um, who are you as a human being? Who, that's a good question. Who am I as a human being? You know, I was just on a networking experience and his question was, who am I? <laughs> okay. so, sim similar, obviously. <laughs> Uh, who am I? You know, I am a, first of all, I am loved by God and that is, that's core to my identity. Yeah. Second, I am, I'm a husband and a father. So those are my three kind of primary identities. I think people carry a lot of identities and that's a good thing. And sometimes we carry identities that are bad and we don't want to carry them anymore. Uh, but those are my core ones. And then I'm also, you know, a business coach and trying to transform people's lives through what I do and through helping them figure it out. So it's a little bit of who I am, but it's how do you describe who you are? You know, that's, that's a tough, that's a tough question. Uh, elevator, elevator description of who I am, right? Yeah, that's hard. <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm proud to be who I am because I'm changing and I'm transforming, right? I'm, I'm proud to be who yeah. I am because I'm not who I was on January 10th, 2023, you know? Yeah. I'm a complete, I'm not completely different, but I'm a very different person than I was 365 days ago. And yeah. it takes work for all of us to be doing that. And so I'm, I'm glad to have gone through that work. Some of it was ugly last year, <laughs> but yeah. some of it, most of it really was very beautiful. So that's, that's who I am, I guess, in a nutshell. That's awesome. Yeah. If you had three books to recommend a quick, a quick books references, which ones would they be? Um, of course, in my mind, the first one comes to mind is the Bible. And then, Paul, oh, so you made me want to go, you told me to go quick. <laughs> I, I really, you know, I read a book. I'm going to go with this one. I read a book called How to Read a Book, I think is what it was called. And it teaches you how to read books. And so yes. it, it's super dry. It's by Mortimer, Mortimer J. Adler, I think is the author. I don't know why I remember the author. But it teaches you how to read books and to read well. And so right. that book was pretty fundamental to my life. And there's another one called Celebration of Discipline. So those are the three that quickly came to mind for me today. Celebration of Discipline. Well, I might ask you about these a little bit later when we jump yeah. in and dive in to the actual show. All hey. right. Welcome in to Vision Pros Live with Jackson Callum. I'm your show host. We will be doing interviews for visionary entrepreneurs and guest leaders who are building fantastic visions out there. Hey there, and welcome into Vision Pros Live. I'm your show host, Jackson Callum, founder and CEO of First Class Business. 
I'm excited to have Kyle Gillette joining me today of Blue Shirt Business Coaching. And uh, Kyle and I, we got to catch up the first time, uh, again, for those who didn't hear it yet, uh, at the end of our of our great conversation about what he was doing with his coaching program, how he's helping people, um, and his, you know, talking about his faith as well. That's very important to his processes. He asked if he could pray with me. Um, and I thought that was just awesome. Um, you know, and it, to me, it wouldn't have mattered what type of faith he comes from or whether what the identity of his faith is, the fact that he wanted me to honor, that he wanted to honor me with his most sacred power was an opportunity for me to open my heart and say, let's do this. You know, he could have been Buddhist, Tao, practicing Taoism, practicing, um, you know, is Islam, any type of, he could have been Muslim. He, he could have been any type of background. And because of the honor that's there, I would have wanted to make the space for that. And sometimes I come across people in this world who they, they, they don't want to make space for others, realities and what's important to others. And if it's holistic and it's, um, you know, it's going to uplift me, then I'm going to honor the experience. Um, so just sharing that tidbit of, I don't want to call it wisdom, just personal experience. I found it to help me in my life. I hope it helps you. So I have these sponsors and uh, then we'll bring Kyle on stage. The Wellness Shop 365 with Sean and Juliana Lechuga. Uh, they're, uh, they've got this program where they're helping with what they call integrative nutrition uh, as health and wellness coaches and consultants. And ultimately, there are different levels of health, right? There's just going on a diet and looking at that from one framework or there's exercising. What I love about what Sean and Juliana are focusing on is, is a holistic nature of health and more about more about what we would call wealth, what I would call wealth with abundance, looking at your spirituality, looking at harmony in life, um, looking at your joy, all encompassing. Because when, you know, I, I, don't, I don't think I've heard them say this, but I've heard Dr. Eric Berg in a similar fashion talk about it. If you want to get, if you want to lose weight, you got to get healthy and you get healthy in order to lose the weight. And I've been, it's been a joy to get to know their family. And I'd invite you to do the same. Then there's Melissa Gray of The Law Spot. Melissa Gray is an attorney. She's got a program called The Law Spot, and she helps businesses uh, break free of the stress of, well, really not knowing who's going to represent them for legal counsel when they need it. And she's a nurturer first. Um, she's got a great personality. She was also on our show, um, and we had a great conversation and interview. So uh, if you're looking for legal representation or even better, before you get to the part where you are looking for it, it may be important to interview a few different attorneys and see who might represent you in the event or case that you may need that. Um, and getting to know each of those attorneys' rates, uh, getting to know, understand, understand how they work and what they charge for. Um, I found that some attorneys are very quick to charge for every single second of their time um, and their billable hours. I found that some attorneys uh, are a little bit more loose with how they manage that. But some of the loose attorneys are a little, get a little bit more frustrated with you when, when you try to ask for things. So you never really know who's going to represent you and how. So establishing those relationships up front and getting to know that process before you need it can be an extremely helpful advantage um, in the event that you have to go the legal route for your business. Now, last but not least, we want to talk about the water project before we dive in with Kyle. And that is a project that allows, or that rather helps millions of people find access to clean drinking water. Um, it, it surprises me every day to think about this, that there are literally millions of people who don't have access to the most basic fundamental um, resource in life. And this particular program, they find those communities in rural Africa. Uh, they basically put a Kickstarter project together so you can see exactly what they're going to do to help. And if you give to the community, then they will keep you updated on the progress of that community and what they're doing to help that, that community create a sustainable water system. And you can see on the screen, if you're watching the kids and how, how, you know, water to them looks like Christmas. And so I would encourage you to at least spread the word, at least share this with people. Um, if not have the opportunity, if you don't have the opportunity to contribute and give, even if that's a dollar, or 10,000, whatever it is, don't let me limit you. If you see the opportunity to give back here, awesome. If you have a cause that you'd like us to also talk about and promote, then of course, drop that in the links too. Maybe something's going on in your family that you need. Maybe there's a friend or 
maybe there's another event going on in the world that you're paying attention to and, and your heart's open to it and you'd like to share it, please feel free to utilize our platform to spread the word about opportunities to help. Um, that's that's uh, one of my most important callings and responsibilities uh, given this tool of a microphone. So without further ado, Kyle Gillette, thank you so much for joining us on Vision Pros Live. Thanks, Jackson. I'm excited to be here and it's great to connect with you once again. Absolutely. So I titled this, I titled this conversation uh, based on your vision uh, of being able to help people overcome stress, overwhelm, and overdrive. Because as an entrepreneur, I often find myself with one of those feelings or the hat trick, man. I, I score the hat trick sometimes on a daily basis of stress, overwhelm, and overdrive myself. So um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to utilize this session for myself too. Um, is that okay? Oh, yeah. Awesome. Good stuff. So as we talk about shifting our mindsets, um, I'd love to know on the front end, though, what's your vision for those that you serve? What what's, What is the other side of that equation look and feel like? Yeah, you know, I love, I love vision. And uh, one of the things that I do with my clients is have them create what's called an avatar. So a future version of themselves, five to 10, even maybe out to 20, but typically five to 10 years into the future. Wow. In that process, I've discovered that some people get a little stuck with creating that. They're not they're They want to create the best version of themselves and describe that. But the issue is it, they don't have a vision. They don't have a vision for who they are. So then this avatar, this future version of themselves doesn't have a, a, a broad, really intentional direction to go to. That's kind of a universal path for themselves. Right. This this calling, if you will. And so I had that problem about five years ago and I was really frustrated by it. And so I spent a lot of time praying about it, asking questions, journaling about it, talking to people, sharing various things, reading books. And finally, one day I was driving home from a networking event in my car, cruising down this, this highway and kind of in my own head. And I went, what is it? And I just said, God, what's the vision? What, what do you have for me? Because I was just so frustrated. I had paused mm. the book I was listening to and then I heard... I want you to help thousands of business owners shift their mindsets and habits so I can transform the hearts. And I went, okay. And then I cried <laughs> because that was it, you know? And if, and if someone that's listening to this is like, well, I don't believe in God, that's fine. Like it's about transforming you to become the leader you're meant to be for those that don't have the same type of faith that I do. Like all of us want that transformation and I want it for myself. And it starts with the mindsets and habits of us as individuals. And so that's, for me, my vision is to transform their lives and then they get to then transform their communities and their families as a result because they become a different person. And when I become a different person, everyone around me is affected positively and they are also, they become a different person. And that that is beautiful to me. That's a, that's a beautiful story. The, the second time in my life that I had that experience where I felt I heard God the Holy Ghost, whatever somebody might want to call it. I was also in my car um, yeah. driving and I had this, I had music on and I heard this and I, I literally turned the, the music off. I was 17 years old um, when it happened. And it was, it was a profoundly life-changing experience. Um, so yeah, if, you know, if listening, listening to, again, whatever you want to call that, um, the, the voice, um, the, the feeling, the depth of, of, of the soul, right? There's, there's an opportunity to, um, to tap into that more and more. And so I'm, I'm really appreciative of, of your story here about that. You also talked about something that, um, I don't think a lot of people are comfortable with in 2024. Um, and that's this idea of wrestling with God, um, you know, being willing to talk to him as a, as a human being, you were frustrated. Um, right. It's like, whoa, you know, don't don't shout at God. He might thunderstrike or lightning strike you, you know. Um, but there's there's a lot of evidence of people in the past uh, renting their clothes, as they say, like, you know, in, in the Bible, like they literally shred their clothes, you know, and, and obviously you don't you don't typically do that peacefully. Um, I can't imagine somebody <laughs> like one one thing, you know, it's, you got to you sometimes have to wrestle with them. So. Uh, thank you for the authenticity on that. Let's talk about that a little bit. Um, you know, if you don't mind, what, what's your conversation style like with, with God? Do you have limits on that? 
No, you know, I, I don't, I wish I could show you and I don't wish I could show you <laughs> my journal. I've been, I've been journaling since I was 16 and I sw switched to digital well over a decade ago. And so I have, I do every, every day I do a journal entry into my notes app on my iPhone. So I always have it with me so I can do it whenever I want. Usually it's in the morning and there's, there's F-bombs, there's angry language in there. Very, very cap caps lock, like literally I caps lock it and, and I'm typing in there because I'm, I'm pissed off. Like I'm genuinely pissed off and I know that the God of the universe can handle my anger. No problem. Yeah. Like it's not a big deal. It's not an issue. And I, and I think we need to do that dump out. We got to dump out. And that's part of, part of, the process that I have with my clients is dumping out. You got to let go of all that stuff that you carry. And, and I'm, I need to be a student as well. And so I have to dump it out too. And for some people, it's just dumping it out into the universe and other people's dumping out to God. But um, there is, there is yelling and screaming in my car at times for sure. And then there's crying, really heavy, broken crying as well and everything in between, you know? Um, so my relationship with God sometimes is a bit bipolar, if you will. <laughs> uh, I would call that authentic. Um, and, and, and that's what I love that quote, the God of the universe can handle my anger. That yeah. is there, there, I have not heard more truth today. Um, <laughs> all right, cool, man. That's so, that's so awesome. All right. The next topic we're going to go into is, is, again, a little bit deeper into your vision for you. So you talked about defining this avatar for yourself, um, as well as, um, you know, knowing that you're going to help thousands of entrepreneurs or business owners. What else does your vision look like for you? Yeah, you know, this year, I've been working real hard on defining that for myself. And it, it is directly tied to the thousands of business owners and people and shifting their mindsets and habits. But it starts with me. My vision for me is to go through that process and I am going through that process and I went through that process with a, with a coach myself and I'm on the journey still. And so for me, yeah. my, my vision is, is to become the best version of myself in this time frame, like this year, continue to improve this year because I'm, I'm not going to be the best version of myself forever this year. You know what I mean? Like I'm always growing is the point. Yeah. Uh, but being really, being really intentional about creating community around me and not being afraid of that. I think that the last five years being in business and, and really in my life, I've been afraid to create community and create that connection and closeness. And I want to get over that. And I am getting over it. I would might even say I am over it. Yesterday, I did a planning session. I sent out invites to people over the course of several weeks. And I had 31 people register for it. And the most I've ever had registered for anything that I've done in my business prior to that was like seven. <laughs> so for me, 31 was this 4X uh, exactly. you know, increase, <laughs> more than a 4X How increase. How did you define that number, Kyle? I'm sorry, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> and it was beautiful. Like it was so cool to, to have 26 of the 31s showed up. And, and the people that couldn't show up, a couple of them followed up with me and told me why. And it was a great experience. I already got some good feedback. And that's that's part of my vision, right? Impacting the lives of people, not being afraid to do it. And because I've put it out there and I've let go of those, those fears and those negative emotions and those limiting beliefs about myself, it's already pivoted my business. And it's changed who I am just slightly, but it's changed who I am as a result. And this is what I'm helping my clients do. So it's beautiful to see the fruit in my life as well. Dude, I, I love that. Um, it inspires me when I meet people like you who are willing to be that open and authentic. Like, I can't tell you enough how much that means to me. And I bet it means a lot to my audience. In fact, our audience right now, if anybody's, I don't think y'all can see this, but up here it showed that there's three people um, watching in live right now. Um, yeah. You know, now there's two. Um, so I might have just, they might be like, shut up, Jackson, let him talk. <laughs> um, you know, I don't know. But that's a very high number. For yeah. our show, um, you know, awesome. <laughs> that's that's 3x the norm, um, you know, and so I again, I, I bring that up because there's so many people who I know pretend that there's 300 people watching this episode, um, you know, or 3000 people who are watching this episode. And, and it's not it's so easy to believe that. But when you're the integrator for tons of business owners and coaches and entrepreneurs you get to see and it's like 
oh no, uh, that's that's not how it works. Right. They don't actually have that. I've had to let go of clients who completely lie to their audiences because I'm like, mm. uh-uh, I'm not going to be, I yep. can't support that. Um, and I'm not going to, and some people say, well, it's just marketing. No, that's just lying. Marketing <laughs> is, is virtuous. Uh, lying is not. I want to jump in real quick. So this morning, I couldn't sleep last night for some reason. I, I didn't fall asleep till like two thirty. Got up at you like both. seven. I don't. I don't know why. I wasn't even. I wasn't stressed. I was just awake. It was annoying. But anyway, in that awake state for those many hours, I was awake. A previous person that I worked that worked with me, I should say, uh, came to mind. I'm not going to say the name, of course, but came to mind. And one of the things that he had us do was sign up for this what do you call it? A webinar uh, software that would act like there was a hundred people, 70, yeah. people, 300 people on the webinar. So that, mm. and then it was like a, soon as you sign up and then you start to go into the webinar, it makes it look like there's a ton of people there. Yeah. And I was never comfortable with that. And I always put like a really tiny number. And then, and then I realized this is, this is, has no integrity to it uh, right. for me. And I was a waste of my money. It was $10,000. The whole program was, it was a complete farce and lie and a waste of my money, a lesson learned. But that's a, that's a question of integrity and accountability, yes. which is the, the heart of what I do is that, that L in blue is lead with accountability. And like, I wasn't at that moment for mm -hmm. sure. And it didn't work. Right. And I'm glad it didn't work because I might still be on that path. If it had worked, I mean, Oh, this works great. Let's keep going. That's terrible. <laughs> But I have to. See, admit. I love that because, it, you know, when people say that person doesn't have integrity, I'm like, hold on. We we all have some level of integrity. Yeah, it's all different. It's it's all different. We all miss the boat and and don't see those opportunities or justify certain things. Like we've we've all got those levels. So I'm not, I'm not here to judge somebody else's, but I know what I know that my commitment is trying to find my highest level of integrity. Uh, right. So those types of features that exist in systems. I can't wait for the day that regulations crack down mm. on the, the on the marketing world mm. because it with the lawyers they're regulated right you have a bar you can complain to doctors they're regulated you know you can sue them for malpractice um, they can they can lose their licenses marketers it's almost free reign um, yeah. you know to do what you want you have to do something like highly illegal in order to have any type of of constraints on your reputation and why is that it's because we have unlimited access to 8 billion people that we can serve. So yeah. even if somebody tried to torch a marketer's brand, there's nowhere to really torch the brand. And even worse, what's scary when you're a business owner has been taken advantage of on the marketing side is if you did try to torch them, they are the, you know, super powerful, we can automate crush you. Uh, yeah. And so it's like, oh, dang, right. I just let them, yeah. Um, and so I, Again, you think about these things when a marketer has um, walked away with several thousand dollars. Um, so yes. anyway, um, that that commitment to integrity that you talk about the and the the openness to realize that we authentically all fall short of having a perfect set of integrity, but we can improve that is awesome. You also mentioned community. And so, again, back to stress and, and overwhelm and where that relates um, the last three nights in a row, I've stayed up super late, two of those nights till five in the morning, working with Go High Level to my, my CRM company, try, saying that's it. Like it's been two years. I haven't seen movements on these elements that are affecting my brand. We need to talk about this. They were super gracious and they you know, allowed me to hijack their Zoom basically and sit there and say, I'm not going anywhere until I talk to a manager, like I, I'm done with this, like I'm just going to fix it today, um, you know, which turned into fix it tomorrow. And it wasn't because they couldn't get a hold of somebody. They were working with me well on it. And I love that tool and system and what it allows me to do for clients because my clients don't have to pay for their CRM. Um, you know, most people pay hundreds of dollars per month, if not thousands for really high quality uh, customer relationship management softwares. Back to the point of this, um, it led me to that state of, uh, feeling very overwhelmed with life, right? Two sleepless nights, mm -hmm. getting up for these podcasts. I love these opportunities. And by the end of the night, my brain is saying, you know, it, it's, it's tricking me. You know, it's like, oh my gosh, life is awful. Life is hard. You know, this, you know, so many of your relationships have fallen apart in life, Jackson. Um, you know, your son's birthday's coming up and are you going to be ready for it? You know, all the little overwhelms are starting. And I'm like, 
I'm just tired and I need to go to bed. <laughs> I mean, I'm just tired and I need to go to bed. I need to get out of my head. The, so that overwhelm, stress, overdrive, um, you know, the, I have my methods of how I overcame that, but I'd love to, to hear you first. What, what are some things that people should do or they should be aware of when all of a sudden life's starting to feel very dark or imbalanced? Where, yeah. Where do you go? Yeah, for sure. I, I actually have a whole course called Balance, B-A-L-A-N-C-E, which stands for seven different things that I walk people through. But B-A-L-A-N-C-E, you got to turn it into a song. <laughs> exactly. So um, I'm, I'm going to get it republished. I pulled it down and get it republished pretty soon here. But the first A is for accountable. And to me, that is that is what helps keep me in balance, what helps keep my clients in balance and prevents too frequent of overwhelm as business owners it's unrealistic thing to think that i'm not going to get overwhelmed like that's thank stupid you. thank I, you for being that, uh, again not the, it's these coaches come in and they're like you'll never feel overwhelmed again in your life and i'm like i love you but that's so not true no <laughs> it's ahead. not it, it's just not and and so the accountability is is let me let me just teach you the the formula real quick yeah, it's sure. something that that i discovered and then found that there's actually some research behind the formula. So like I, I kind of discovered it and then found that other people have discovered it. And then I gave it a name that I call the accountability pass. And it, the four things are passive, active structures and self. And I'll go over each of them briefly here. Passive accountability is about your mindset and being brave or courageous. So what that means is Jackson, what's your biggest goal right now in your business? Can I get to answer that? Or are you oh, going? Yeah. Yes. yeah, it's to bridge the economic gap between North America and South America. Oh, wow. <laughs> hey, yeah. Beautiful. Okay. And wh why do you want to do that? What's uh, the purpose? Honest, the, the, the bold, honest answer is I was called by God to do that. Okay. Okay. Beautiful. Okay. So this is easy. So that right there is a goal that people care about. Because it's big enough. And the key here, too, with these goals that people come up with is they need to serve other people. Because if the goal doesn't serve other people, nobody's going to give a crap about it. And so it's going to be hard to have other people come in and help you stay accountable to the goal. Your goal clearly serves other people. And that's that's easy. That's straightforward. And it's, lo it's lofty is the wrong word. It's beautiful, I think, is a way better way to put it. It's big and it's beautiful. And it's outside of yourself, which means so many things have to happen that are outside of yourself. Yes. So that means other people need to come on board to make it possible. Correct. Beautiful. So that's passive accountability because you've told your audience mm -hmm. that you have this beautiful big goal. And some of those people, let's say over the course of time, you've told now 30, 50, 100, whatever people, approximately 10% are going to follow up because most people don't care about my goals or your goals. That's just the reality of it. Yep. But let's say 10% follow up and you told 30 just to keep the number smallish. Of those 30, you can do the next step. Of those three, excuse me, you can do the next step. But let me stay with passive for a second. You've got this side where you're telling everybody so that uh, people get engaged and they're excited about it. Bless you. And then, then you've got the other side of passive, which is you're telling your brain what it's going to look like to, to have successfully completed that goal. What does that look like for you to have successfully completed this goal, Jackson? Um. You know, that's that's so much simpler than people make it out to be. And that is, I need to be my best self. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's where I need to be focused. If I am my best self and I show up and do everything that I can for that on the day, the grace of God fills in the, the gaps for the rest, which means forgive myself to the best of the ability as mm. well when I'm not, so that I can move right back in to doing everything that I can on this day to make that happen. Cool. So I teach my clients how to see, feel, and hear what that's like to have successfully completed. Like, what, what does it look like? What does it feel like? Where are you going to be? Who's there? What's the context? All those things. I'll give you some deep Say again. I'm sorry. So to, to honor your depth of that, thank you. To honor the depth of that, right? So I met Roberto Palomo the other day, who I now call the baker. He's helped more than eight, you know, about 18 companies with their growth. He's from El Salvador. He lives in Frisco, Texas, kind of close to me. And I told him about the mission, right? And so now he wants to get involved um, with that process. And then once the entrepreneurial path, that my, my company, my uh, team members in Colombia and Peru, one of them owns 1%, of, two of them own 1% of my company now. 
one of them owns 2% of my company. They're bought into the vision in a big mm -hmm. way. Eventually, I know that there will need to be some diplomacy at government levels as well. And so I see the vision of, okay, I'm not there yet, and I'm not going to force the issue of that, but same, someday we'll attract the type of people who can help us in those facets. And so, yeah, looking down the road and ahead at those realities, I'm, I'm, I, very, I stay very aware that I don't have control over all those realities, but I have to gather those, those moments of, of like insight and say, oh yeah, that's going to be needed at some point. Yep. Go, ahead, go ahead. Yeah, and the more you visualize that, and the more you embody that, the more your unconscious goes, well, that looks real. That looks like it's actually happening because, because your mind doesn't know the difference between reality and then a very well detailed and imagined reality. And so Whoa. then because your conscious mind is a goal setter, your unconscious mind is the goal getter. And so the more clear you can make the completion of this specific goal, this, this specific event in your mind, the easier it is for your unconscious or for you to go and get it. And you don't have to labor so hard with it because your unconscious mind is that supercomputer that comes up with all the solutions and presents them to your conscious mind. And then you go after it. So yes. that those two components tell a bunch of people and tell your unconscious mind what it's going to look like to be successful is the passive accountability because it it's doing the work for you. You're not necessarily, I mean, you have to work of course, but it's a different type of work. Yeah. It's not such a strain. So then the A no. is active accountability. I've told dozens and dozens of people, you've told dozens and dozens of people about your goal, right? One-to-one one -one in a way, or at least in a group setting where like people really heard your heart. And so they get it. Three people care and a couple of them ask you questions and then you really connect with one of them. And you're like, John, thank you so much for asking me about that. This is what's going on in my life right now. This is what's going on in this goal. And this is the progress I've made. Would you be willing to support me and keep me accountable to it with this goal? And I'll support you and keep you accountable to whatever goals you have, right? That's active accountability. It needs to be an exchange though. So it's fair and mutual. And I recommend to my clients at a minimum once every other week, and it needs to be in person or on Zoom or on the phone, not emails and not texts. That doesn't count. You got to meet for, you know, 15 minutes at a minimum in one of those three modalities. Uh, otherwise, it's not going to be effective. So that's your active accountability. And then the first S is structures. Structures is the plan, essentially. It's the plan. And I put plans in two different categories. Your to-do list, which is the things you need to get done to accomplish this particular goal, to, to pursue the path, to grow yourself, whatever it is. And then the calendar is the people that you're going to be meeting with. Because most of the time what's on our calendar is meetings with people. And most of the time what's on our to-do list is the things that we control that we need to get done. Great. So then make sure to dial that in and project out those to-dos and project out those meetings as far as you can to move towards accomplishing this goal. And in the process, you're trusting your unconscious mind, you're trusting God, you're trusting whatever to get clarity on those pieces right so that structures and the last component is self-accountability self-accountability um jackson have you ever done zip lining skydiving or bungee jumping zip lining missed okay. out on the other two okay cool so zip lining <clears throat> and what do you remember like how far the longest distance was that you went by any chance uh, when you did it probably like 200 yards Okay, cool. So 200 yards, 600 feet over a canopy of forest canopy or through some for some trees, something like that, I imagine. Mm -hmm. When you were up there, was there a point where you could be like, you know what? I want to get down. I'm scared. I don't want to do this anymore. I need to get down. Was there a point where you could have said that and gotten down? Uh, I'm going to I'm gonna be your bad example on this. So when I was little, um, my brother is a daredevil, okay? Uh -huh. And my dad's in the oil field. So we put up the Derrick, which is the tower for the oil well, and we created our own zip line at home. And it, you know, after a day or so of doing that, it wasn't, it wasn't fun enough. So we greased it and then it still wasn't. So we made it spin. Um, so you could spin on the way down with no harness, nothing. I mean, we're country boys doing this. Yeah. And then we decided to put the trampoline halfway down so we could drop off onto the trampoline. Um, Dude, we were nuts. We no, I had no fear on okay. any zip line. All good. <laughs> but most people do. All good. And and it, the thing is, the, the metaphor still works because as soon as you got on that greased line and yeah. started to go down, 
There was no possibility that you could ever get back up on that no. line. As soon no, as you stepped off chance. the platform, it's over. You are going, you're going down. Gravity wins at that point. Yes. And so self-accountability to me is what is that point wow. of no return? Whatever that is for this goal that you have, whatever it is for the goals that the listeners have, mm. what is that point of no return where you you literally cannot look back anymore or Almost metaphorically, because there's sometimes there's ways you can still look back. Like you, you start a business and you're like, well, I can quit and get a job. But I mean, like this point of no return in your heart and your mind where you're like, no, that's it. It's over. I, I can't I can't get back up on that platform and return to the old way. It's we're done. We're zipping down. We're going. And that that is the self-accountability piece. Because ultimately, I am responsible. I am the one that's accountable. And so I have to hold myself accountable. And that's why this component is so important. The other three pieces help me to keep myself accountable a little easier. But ultimately, yeah. we have to have that point of no return with whatever goal, big or small. Something simple, simple like weight loss for me. I need to have a point of no return for weight loss in my life. And it's a pretty All simple right. goal in comparison to what you're talking about for your goal. But we, I need it still. Otherwise, I'm going to yo-yo, as they say in dieting. Um, or you're going to, we're going to have regrets. I love that. So in other words, on the healthy side, I can create and honor my own point of no return. Um, cause you're right in the extreme. And that's the, that's the thing about moving mountains. Um, you know, and I don't think, I don't think God is the only power that can move mountains in our lives. And that's what's, that's what can be dangerous. The other side is not often talked about, but we can bring about miracles and things through, commitment to being our best self we can also try to become our worst self and have the same have the same type of powerful effect so if i if i create and honor my own point of no return which i've done many times in terms of this goal one living in uruguay for two years um mm -hmm. you know serving as as a missionary but two honoring my relationship with those people who count on me from there and still look up to me from that experience through my relationships with facebook three one day creating a podcast i created a podcast episode way before I it was almost 10 years ago where I was asking my Latinos, have you ever heard of Canva Upwork and Fiverr? And here's what they are and here's how they work. And then I sent that to 40 friends that just like you talked about, got their feedback and all, none of them had heard of those tools um, hmm. and they existed. And so finding out why each one of those steps made it more, made it more difficult for me to escape yes. the vision I wanted to, 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 to abandon the vision of what I wanted to create and to take that one step further, Kyle. And again, just to, just to manifest for those who are listening, the reality that, that he's, that Kyle's right. Um, you know, and having Kyle teach these types of things can be very helpful to lock you in if you're, if you're not doing them and I'm already going to use this to up level, but now my group, we're 665 strong awesome. and Cynthia, Leonardo, Sebastian, and others are participating. We just, I, Patrick went live again. I got a language teacher in here now helping us. Um, in addition to that, Cynthia has started the podcast uh, for the, and so the snowball effect that's happening um, by taking these accountable actions is amazing to watch. And now the team's starting to contact. I said, go find the best uh, teachers on YouTube and ask them to come participate with us in the comments um, you know, of their channels by showing them how grateful you are for what you're learning from them. And I'm gonna pay you to learn English for 30 minutes to 60 minutes per day since for those who want to learn English, for those who don't, no problem. You don't, you don't need to learn it. So all of those mechanisms, again, they're the ways that I, I know for a fact that what you're teaching people and helping people is absolutely awesome. Yeah, we're gonna shift gears super fast. We're gonna dive into a dark subject, and then we're gonna have, we're gonna do this one fast though. Simply put, what's your worst leadership experience ever? Mm, I've got two that popped to mind when I was much younger in my twenties, before I started the business. So I'll share. Yeah, I'll share that one. So there, I used to run a men's mentoring program, and what that meant was guys lived on the property. And they had they were off track in life, 18 to 25 year olds that were struggling with drugs and alcohol or just addictions of various types. And we helped them get their lives back on track by helping them create what's called a life map. To live there, you had to work there as well. We had a pet resort. And so the students would, would help run the pet resort. And at the time that this incident happened, 
I was uh, I was the pet resort manager, 20 employees, and some of them were students, and some of them were college college students. And one of the guys had beer on on the campus, and that's not okay because we had alcoholics on the campus, and that's obviously a problem <laughs> to have alcohol on the campus with people that are alcoholics. And so we we had been we had made a big deal about this and said you this is not okay, this is unacceptable. If you if you mess up again, you have to leave the program. Like this is this is not okay. And then a couple of days later, he ended up throwing rocks at a dog. Also, he was in a bad way. Like he was just in a bad way. He had been in the program for actually a few months at this time. And so there was a relationship there with him. And he was a, you know, he was a he was an okay guy. He was in a bad place. And so he had a hard time with controlling his anger and controlling himself. Um, but he was he had moved from being in the program, finishing it to now living in another house on the property. It's kind of like a transition house. So he was overall doing pretty well because he had finished the initial program. Well, long story short, I had to kick him out of the program. And I remember sitting on the porch. It was, there was a, there's a porch wraparound porch at this um, old farmhouse where, where the, on the property. I remember sitting on the, on the deck of the porch, sitting next to him Caleb was his name and saying, Caleb, these are the things that have happened. And you know that it's not okay to be drinking beer. And it's really, really not okay to be throwing rocks at dogs because these are other people's dogs. Like it's a big deal. And I said, because of that, I'm going to need to kick you out of the program. I'm going to need to, you're going to lose your job and you're going to have to leave this program. And that was it. Like I had to have that conversation and it was, it was a really terrible experience for me because I, I loved those guys and I'm still in contact with several of them and I still love them, but you break the rules and there's consequences and we gave him some warnings, but he didn't heed them. And so he had to go. And so that was really a, a big deal. It's, it's one thing to fire someone, but it's another thing to fire someone and kick them out of house and home. Yeah. That's, that's a big deal. But the that's damage heavy. it was doing to other people was, was important for us to, to recognize too. So um, that was rough. I learned a lot from it and I hope, I hope he did too. Obviously he kind of quit staying yep. in contact. So I'm going to honor that as also the best leadership experience. Um, <laughs> and, and although you've probably got more experiences, one for the sake of time, um, two, because you did what was necessary to protect yep. everybody in that environment. Oh, well, that is definitely one of the worst types of leadership experiences we can have is where we have to draw a line in the sand um, against somebody that we love for the sake, for the safety yeah. of other people that we love. Um, like there's, there's no more, there's, there's very few things that I would possibly consider as more difficult than that as a leader. Yeah. Um, Kyle, if this was your last opportunity to share a powerful lesson, um, with, with anybody, um, what would be the powerful lesson for visionaries that they could learn from your experience? Yeah. For visionaries, so I didn't talk about empowerment too much, but in the middle of the empowerment portion of my framework is the concept of, of asking powerful questions and deeply listening. People that are visionaries need a lot of other people around them for their vision to be accomplished. And so one of the skills that I train my clients on is how to ask powerful questions and how to, sh to shut up. <laughs> and not be the bottleneck anymore and get out of the way and trust those that you've hired. And there's, there's a broader context to what I'm talking about, but the short version here is practice being quiet, practice being okay with the awkward silence as a leader and as a visionary, regardless of, of the context, whether it's with family, friends, or people that are working for you or people you're working with, be okay with the awkward silence and be okay with asking the hard, powerful questions that that will move your vision forward faster than anything else. Really? Well said, it is one of my secret superpowers um, mm. as well. If I have superpowers, that would be, <laughs> that would be one of the ones yeah. uh, that, that it is. And that came from training as a missionary. Um, mm. There's, we have a, a book. Anybody can look it up online and see how powerful and how thorough the, uh, the, the, if you know us as Mormons or the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, the missionaries use a training book called Preach My Gospel. And it's like 200 to 300 pages, um, very you know, small print and extremely thorough in terms of how to train you to be disciplined for all the things that we do. There's an entire chapter 
called Asking Questions. Hmm. And that entire chapter is, and there's only like 12 chapters in that 200 page book. So the amount of depth that it teaches you about asking powerful questions and tying that to another chapter called Keeping Commitments. Um, like there's amazing strength, um, of, of influence that comes awesome. from being able to make space for, for silence and knowing how to come up with the right questions. So I'd, I'll double down on that. That's a very powerful lesson that people can study out and think through. One of the activities I did on that, on my mission was, as I was going before we would, when we would plan our sessions for it with people, it was just like planning my, my meetings for business. And I would, you know, you'd sit there and, and I'd just think through all the questions I could ask this pe these people based on their life. Um, and I would write those questions down um, mm -hmm. in advance, which would mm -hmm. help me. And so through the process of practicing that, I became better and better at, at asking questions um, leading to this podcast, I guess. Um, so in terms of uh, leadership advantage, um, do you have you have a couple extra minutes to, to talk about your program leadership advantage? Yeah, sure. For sure. Let's see here. Yeah, well, go ahead. I'll let you do that. Um, and yeah. Cynthia, voy a usar vamos al bajo en su página hasta leadership advantage. Go ahead, Kyle. So I understood that for the most part. My kids, real quick, my kids are enrolled in a full immersion Spanish program at, at our local school. And so I'm learning along with them a little bit. And I know some because I grew up on an orange farm. And so I got to speak Spanish when I worked in the fields a bit. Uh, so yeah. it's, it's fun hearing you speak in Spanish. And I, ne I need to dive in more. But um, so leadership <laughs> advantage joyous. program is is about people that want to what, I, what I'm hearing from people, from clients that have gone through this and clients that are interested in it and are getting ready to, to start with me, is they feel like they're at the doorstep of their their next version of themselves, the, the transformational step. They're at this the edge, this point, but they can't get through. They see the door. They, it's open even, but they can't get through it. It's like there's this version of themselves that's in the way. So they're mm -hmm. seeing themselves trying to get through this door and they can't get through. And so this program's all about letting go of that old version of yourself, letting go of the limiting beliefs, the emotions that hold us back so that you can step into this better version of yourself, step into this better career, better business experience, step in these better relationships, whatever area of life is chosen. And I walk people through a four-step process essentially, which is help them to release the things that are in the way and then once you release the baggage, let's call it the stuff that holds you back, like I said, the limiting beliefs, the negative emotions, those types of things, then that doesn't weigh you down and prevent you from going forward anymore. Then you go to create. From there, you can create from a place of freedom because your unconscious mind is free to create now because it's not hung up on all the stuff that it's trying to help you resolve from your past. You create from a place of freedom, which then means you can have the third step, which is acting intentionally. You take very, very intentional acts towards what you want to achieve. And then you do it with the fourth step, which is a high level of focus. You do what you want and you stay focused on it. What I'm seeing with, with people before this is we're overwhelmed, right? we're overworked, and we're focused on so many different things at once. And we're being dragged here and dragged there and shifted here and shifted there. And it's because we have all these things that we haven't resolved in our unconscious mind that it's that it, it our unconscious mind wants us to resolve and when we resolve that we're free from that and our focus gets locked in we move forward at a way faster pace and then we can be far more consistent right so my work in that program is primarily the first two long sessions or two four-hour sessions where we dive in and we get rid of all that stuff so my guarantee to my clients is you bring me a problem i'm going to find the deeper problem that's associated with that, that is holding you back. We're going to get rid of it and we're going to do it in eight hours and le or less. And then you can then create from this place of beautiful freedom. And I'm going to help you walk that new, that new path. Hmm. That is awesome. Uh, I'm going to be talking to you afterwards about your program. Um, I think it would be, you know, this is with the amount of coaches, uh, life coaches, mindset people that I work with and see, um, I don't, I don't have that initial jump in feeling with everybody, Kyle. Um, it's very rare, especially to, to admit that publicly. Um, mm -hmm. you know, like we're not, not that it's, again, it's that authenticity. I have no problem with the authenticity, but, um, I love to hold myself 
accountable accountable with that passive accountability right but i really do see the depth of your your career path where you've come from to gain the knowledge that you have and it's one thing to be able to dive into those deeper problems right that's actually quite easy to do as much as it hurts um and as vulnerable as as it is uh it but to dive into the depth just like diving into an ocean right without proper equipment without the right people there to support you without the right it can be a dangerous reality and, yeah. and it can be a um it can lead to worse trauma um you know and and not actually recovering or moving through it um most of us have a need for that but i highly recommend for those who are listening finding somebody that you just you can trust uh sincerely with with that type of of depth and uh, Kyle, honestly, you've, you've really earned my trust in a big way on that. So we'll dive in either after or we'll book a time to learn more about Leadership Advantage and how I can also utilize that to make sure that I'm exploring my depth as safely, effectively, mm -hmm. and um, you know, at those right levels to, again, unlock my best self. That's the, for me, that's what it's about. I see that's what it's about for you too. Yep. And I appreciate you for that. So um, Vision Pros, those who are listening in, um, if you want to get in touch with Kyle, we're going to be putting the information for him in our landing page for this episode. And we'll we'll link to that as well. You can go to visionproslive.com to get there. And then in addition to that, if you want to apply to be on the show to share your vision, then definitely there's a button in the top right of our page that says be our guest and that takes you through the process of understanding who we who we bring on and what this is all about and, and how it works um if you have a comment a uh, question for kyle drop those um in the feed wherever you're watching this we'll make sure those get forwarded to him and of course you can find uh more about what he does at, at blue shirt coaching uh, kyle any final thoughts before we shut this down no i, I appreciate your questions I've been on dozens and dozens of shows now, and there's there's a variety of quality of questions. And your your questions were every one of them was challenging and thought provoking, and I loved it. So thank you very much for that. I appreciate it. Absolutely, Vision Pros. We will see you on the next episode. Take care, everybody. Thank you for being here today. I'm really happy that you tuned in to Vision Pros Live. I'm looking forward to seeing your reactions as these episodes continue to move forward. This is going to get more and more fun. We'll have more and more engagement as well. We'll invite people to participate in the show. And thank you for giving us your time and attention. Have an excellent